Hello! Merry Christmas, Jingle Bells, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room Christmas Carol Special Part 2. In this three-part super special series, we'll be presenting a faithful recreation of Charles Dickens's much-loved classic Christmas story, Christmas Carol, but in escape room form, and probably not particularly faithfully. This is Part 2, yeah. Part 1's already happened, not listen to it. Go back and listen to it. Otherwise, none of this will make sense. Not that it will make much more sense once you've listened to it. Oh, and before, as always, we kick off, I would just like to thank our fabulous patrons who support the podcast and keep the episodes online. Um, you can join their ranks for as little as a pound a month at uh, patreon.com slash the infinite escape room. There's a link in the episode description below. Thank you very much. We love you. I'm Mike. I'm drinking uh, now a Tiny Rebel Key Lime Lager. And joining me, we have, and let's do the same order as last time. And I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and this time I am drinking a Timothy Taylor's Landlord. And I'm John, and I am still on the coffee stout. I'm Anna, and I'm drinking an Australia, and this is a different day. <laughs> <laughs> Maintain the fiction. Ooh, movie magic. No, I'm, I'm Tony Conway, and I am drinking, uh, still drinking from the last episode, a By the Horns Brewing Company Citrus Paradisi Grapefruit Session IPA. Oh, fuck breath. Yes, please. It is, isn't it? Uh, I'm Alan, and I've moved on to a Tiny Rebel Stay Puffed Eggnog flavour. Oh, my God. Very Christmassy. I'd just like to say both of these are oh. 100%, so Alan's going to have a fun <laughs> This puzzle's going to take a while. Yeah. And I'm Bailey, and I'm still on a little cheeky uh, Stolly Vodka Martini from the same drink that I had last week. Last week, last week. Have you, just, have you just left the glass for It's matures and festers. It the olives so are engorged. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> infused, if you will. Saturated. It's just green wash at this point. Like a sponge. Sorry, It's just a big olive in the glass. It's not even a drink, I'm just munching on olive. Are we ready, folks? Yes, we are. Then let's re-enter the Infinite Escape Room Christmas special. Last time, you were transported to Bethlehem and ensured that Mary and Joseph made it into the inn stable, just like in the storybooks. Lying in your collective bed, you hear the clock strike one. No shape appears. You begin to tremor nervously. Five minutes, ten minutes, a quarter of an hour goes by, yet nothing comes. Suddenly, you notice a blazing light from under your bedroom door. Oh, what would you like to do? Hide under my bedclothes. Um, um, is there a glass anywhere in the room? Uh, not that you can see, no. Okay. Can I just press my ear against the door then? You you hear mild merriment coming from oh, beyond. Oh. Can, we get, can we get out of the room now or are we yeah. still locked in? Uh, the door appears to be uh, unlockable. Would you like to would you like to open it? Let's, let's investigate. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I thought there was two more locks on it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is a different door. Oh. Is, is this to the ensuite? Okay. Perhaps? Oh, sorry, folks. I, I forgot to mention there's a second door in the uh, in, in the bedroom. Sorry, let me bring yeah. that in. Yeah, sure. This is <laughs> cool. There is another so, very uninteresting door in the bedroom. So we don't need to get out of the... We could just leave. Let's just leave now, guys. Learn no lessons. Opening the door... You see a room. It is your own room, but it has undergone a surprising transformation. The walls and ceiling are hung with living green. It looks a perfect grove. From every part of which bright glimmering berries glisten, the crisp leaves of holly, mistletoe and ivy reflect back the light as if so many little mirrors had been scattered about. A mighty blaze roars up the chimney. The dull petrification of a hearth has never known such in your miserly time here. 
come in and know me better. <laughs> there it is. You notice a great giant of a spirit shrinking down to more match your stature. As his shrinking stops, you notice you must still crane your neck to look at his beaming face. I am the ghost of Christmas present. We haven't a long time together. Touch my robe and we will get started. Ooh. Now that, Your Honour, is the case for the prosecution. <laughs> he, he, asked, he was asking for it. Oh, God. Um, getting into John territory um, here. <laughs> As the last of you touches the spirit's robes, the room dissolves around you. You are now in a dark room. You see five children busying themselves at the table. Though as close as you look, you cannot focus on what they are doing. It's probably not important. At the stove in the corner is a woman in a twice-turned gown, stirring something in a pot. The figures in the room seem oblivious to your presence. Here is the family of your loyal employee, Bob Pratchett. They don't have much, but they have a lot of love. The spirit glances at his empty wrist and taps it. It looks like your time starts now. Oh. Oh, are we going to be like... Oh, no. So, the room you're in, as described, is dark, but you can see a table in the middle with eight seats around it. In one of the corners, there is a small table. On one of the walls is a large fire, and there is a stove in another corner. There is a front door and a back door, and that is it. Oh, sorry, no. There are eight stockings on the fireplace as well. Forgot to mention that. So I'm wondering whether it's a is it do you think it's just like sitting down in the chairs to open a door? Or I I don't know, can we get out of the doors? Uh would you like to try a door? We could try the yeah, front, front door. door. You open the front door and walk through. Uh oh. Ah, your counting house, says the spirit. For what it lacks in compassion, it makes up for in dust. You appear to be in your counting house. You can see Bob Cratchit's desk on one of the walls and a small stove next to it. Through another door, you can see there's another room. Okay, well... What's near the room? Going through, this is your office. You can see a grand table at one end of it with some things on it and a drawer. You can also see your safe in the corner and another stove in the corner. Mm. Oh, I want to open the drawer. The drawer appears to be locked with a key. With a key. Is there anything in the stove? Uh, there is nothing in the stove. Uh, it looks like there's, there's, in fact, there's dust. There's, this has never been lit. Yeah. Um, the, Why would the, it hmm, yeah, And the bank is, the is that locked? Is, uh, yeah, sorry, I meant, okay, the safe, sorry. The safe is also locked with a key. A key, not a combination. Right. Okay, what's in the stockings? Can we have a look at the stockings? Uh, yep, you go back through to the house. There is nothing in the stockings. Ah, oh. good. Um, sorry, where are the stockings? Uh, on the fireplace back in Bob Pratchett's house. Okay, Pratchett's and is kitchen. it five for the children? There is eight. 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 Eight stockings. Eight stockings, eight chairs. Okay. So there's five five children working at the table, is that right? And one woman at that the stove. is correct. Yes, Mrs. Cratchit at the stove. And in the counting house, there's no one in there? It's empty? There's no one in the counting house. Empty. And it's just Bob Cratchit's desk and a stove. They're the only two important details in that room. And and then you've got um, your, your Scrooge's, Scrooge's office. Yes, room. that's correct. Okay, fine. Was, um, there was a back door at the Cratchits as well. Oh, good point. There is, yes. Yeah. Can we check can that we out? Can we have a look through the back door? Uh, of course you can. Walking through the back door, you find yourselves in a large, lavish room. Your nephew Fred's party. You snub them, alas, but see the great feast they have set out for their guests. 
Uh, would you like me to describe the room for you? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So this is a grand room with a very large Christmas tree in one of the corners, sat next to a rather grand fireplace. There is, uh, in the middle of the room, a sofa and two armchairs. There are people sitting in the armchairs and a figure standing in front of the fire. They all appear to be completely oblivious to your presence. Filling the entirety of one wall is a very large table laden with food. Is there any food in Bob Cratchit's house? I, I can't remember if I asked if there's anything in the stove there. She's cooking something. She's cooking. She seems to be, uh, yeah, so going back and looking in the pot, there is some sort of um, gunge in the bottom of it. You presume that that's sort of supper. That's good enough, isn't it? Can I... for them. Can I please, in the counting house, have a route around in Bob Cratchit's desk? The only thing that you see in Bob Cratchit's desk is a note. The note says, Tim's treatment, £7 and 16 shillings. Tim's treatment, £7, 16. Yes, cool. Um, okay, so in the in Fred's party room, mm-hmm. can I have a nosy around that tree, please? Mm. Uh, the tree is very grand. It's got Victorian dress on it, as you would a Christmas tree at the time. Um, it's got a hoop. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a Victorian Christmas tree. Okay. Um, what about the food on the table in there? The food on the table. Would you like to have a look at the food on the table? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 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 There is much food on the table. There is apples and oranges and pears in poached port. There's strawberry jam. There's stilton. There's cold cuts of turkey. There's warm salted potatoes. There's battered carrots. No, buttered carrots. There's <laughs> honey parsnips and honey glazed ham. There's sausages and peas with mint. There's chestnuts, Christmas cake, yule log, figgy pudding, spotted dick, hot custard, cool cream, Turkish delight, peppermint chews, wine, port and brandy. Oh Nothing key shaped. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a waffle in the shape of a key. <laughs> Suddenly, behind you, Scrooge's nephew Fred exclaims. <laughs> Scro- Scrooge's nephew has lost his lines. <laughs> let's, play, let's play a game. Isn't that what he says? Let's, let's play a play game of twenty questions. Oh, on, get the voice yes or no. Let's play a game of yes or no. I'll go first. Oh, I'm thinking of a food. Why is Heston Blumenthal in this story? My God. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Fred. Carry on. Let's play a game of yes or no. I'll go first. I'm thinking of a game that mother loves at Christmas time. A, a food. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Is a game. A game? <laughs> oh, shit. Let's try that again. <laughs> oh, the ghost of Christmas present just whispered in Fred's ear. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, that literally happened in Muppet Christmas Carol with the um with the business guy says, that's the American way. That's the British way. Sorry, apologies, Ben. I fucked that up. So I'll try. That's quite right. We've, we've paused the timer for a second. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> Let's play a game of yes or no. I'll go first. I'm thinking of a food that mother loved at Christmas time. Fred looks directly at you, seemingly expecting you to play. Um, mother loved at Christmas time. Is that okay? Are we, are we, are we saying, uh, oh. are no. we agreeing to playing? Or, oh, okay, yes, we are oh, playing. Okay, we um, is it hot or cold? Is it hot? Yes. Probably should have listened when he listed off all that food, eh? Is it, is it um, a meat? No. Mm. Is it a vegetable? Oh. No. Is it cheese? No. Is it a dessert? 
Yes. Oh. Is it figgy pudding? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it stuck pudding. out when you said it. Figgy Bloody pudding. Well done. Stupid. Dessert. Rude. <laughs> Jesus up? Christ. Like what, what sort of bloody tree diagram do you go to? We are like, <laughs> is it a dessert? Yes, but well, it's obviously figgy pudding there. Right? <laughs> it's, it's a Christmas, it's a Christmas <laughs> dessert. There's only so many Christmas desserts. It's that or it's the log. There's Correctly. A- <laughs> that mother loves. Yeah, Correctly. Oh, mother loves the log. Um, <laughs> she prefers the log to the figgy pudding. Ben, Ben, please save us from this hell. Correctly, correctly guessing figgy pudding, Fred looks away and the laughter and conversation of the figures becomes muted. They no longer appear to notice you are here. Fuck you, Fred. Right. Figgy. I'm grabbing that figgy pudding off the table and I'm taking it to the Cratchit's kitchen. Okay. Nice. What would you like to do with it? But I'm just holding on to it for the minute. Put it, put it okay, in the stockings. <laughs> so figgy pudding is very much like Christmas pudding. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Um, so if you've been if you've been good, you get presents. If you've been bad, you get coal. And if you're an anti-hero, then you get figgy pudding. Yeah. Your stockings. I think that's how it works. All right. No. Put it on the table. Put it on the put table. On the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, cratch, yeah. Cratchit's table. Okay. It's on the table. Okay. Nothing happens. Um, should we go back into... Because right. I, I, I think we've got to have... There's got to be something on the table, something in the... So maybe like an orange in a stocking. Mm. Um, oh, but also... So I, the... I, I'm just thinking, and maybe like a roast ham on the fire or so. I think we've got to fill in the blank, like fill in the... I think we probably, yeah. need to, we probably need to raise the money for Tim's treatment. I was going to say, oh, oh right. So I was thinking completely steel. But okay, like, yeah, we can raise Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's coming from Scrooge's business and we're all Scrooge, then I don't know if it's stealing. No, you're right. It's just, yeah, you're right. So where are we selling company? it? Embezzled. Yeah, embezzling, yeah. yeah. No, no, but what, embezzling figgy pudding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the, ben, what's the market rate for figgy pudding at this point in time? <laughs> um, let us say... Um, uh, two shillings, eight pence. Uh, the, the, that was mostly a joke. I didn't mean that as a real question, but I appreciate <laughs> your Christ- answering. It was really it's, it's a Christmas present, eight though, <laughs> and he doesn't know the stock. <laughs> so, the. 20... Oh, you mentioned that the stove in Scrooge's office has never been lit. Mm. Yes. I wonder if it's worth us trying to light that stove. Good idea. Just to see what happens. So, can I get can I get a bit of fire out of out of the Cratchit stove and, and carefully carry it through? In your hands. <laughs> Or a log from the from the fireplace at Fred's party, if that's the Christmas that log. Space still exists. It, it both of the fires appear to be far too hot for you to uh, count any of handy. All right, can I break a leg off a chair or something? Help, help me out. <laughs> that would be breaking your Christmas deposit, which we've not ah, even set. No. So oh, who knows what it could be? Christmas deposit is my jingle bells. Um, so <laughs> nice. yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I think we need to go back in and see if there's any more clues that Fred can give us about different things to bring into the Cratchits. Mm. That's where my head was going. Okay. Is there any way that I, we can might, shout at Fred? Fred. Uh, Fred seems a, a completely oblivious uh, to your, your shouts. Even cla- trying to clap him on the shoulder, you feel your hand go through him. Can, what if we try and take some, just, just take some food? Food can be freely taken between the rooms. So they're oranges, <laughs> enough to go in each stocking. Oh, good point. Uh, there is, yes. Okay, should we all take an orange and then put one in a stocking? Yeah, I think yeah. orange. We'll get, we'll get eight eight oranges or so, so citrus fruits, and jam them all in the stockings. That's a good idea. Okay, uh, you do so. Nothing appears to happen. Okay, that's okay. all right. I think uh, I think we're probably on. That's probably helpful in some way. <laughs> okay. Uh. 
So, did you um, mention a small table in the corner of the Cratchit's kitchen? I did, yes. What's on that? Uh, on that is a note. It appears to be Mrs. Cratchit's writing. Mm. It says, get oranges for stockings, ah. but something more practical for Bob. Ah, practical. Money. Um, <laughs> so what else is, what's, what's a practical present for Bob Cratchit? A quill? Yeah. What's it, what else is in Fred's house? It, can we have a look in the room? Um, so, so the room uh, in Fred's house was the Christmas tree, the large fireplace, the chairs, sofa, and the table full of food. Okay. I feel, I feel like we probably Maybe need to put money in Bob's stock. Oh, yeah. For Tiny Tim's yeah. treatment. But I'm, oh, can't yeah. Work it. And I assume it's that really money is idea. in Scrooge's safe or desk, both of which are locked with a key. Both okay, is there anything under the tree? Correct, yes. Or do any mm. of the decorations on the tree look like a key? Mm. That's a really good uh, idea. No, no, they do not. Oh, well. Well, that, I, Anna, I thought that was a good challenge. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was good. Can we look in the cold, unlit hearth in Scrooge's office, please? Uh, so the cold, unlit hearth in Scrooge's office has also never been lit. Would you like to take a closer look at Scrooge's desk? Because before you only double-check the drawer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. So underneath the desk, you can see a bucket of coal. Uh, there is a note on it that says, Property of Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, this yeah. is all also covered in a thick layer of dust. It has never been touched. Uh, so we um, should light the stove on the desk. Another note. Uh, the note says, Cratchit should bring his own coal. Yesterday, he used four lumps. Ah. So maybe the practical present for Bob is coal. It's coal. He needs yeah. it for wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But we're literally yeah. then putting coal in his stocking. I know. Yeah, but it's practical what a, what coal. What a grim present to get something it's, to work. It's a period of time when it, it's a period of time when coal was vital fuel, rather than just like a shit thing that you didn't really want because you've got central heat because no, you're a grown up. Um, is, it, like, is it for his work? Then, was there? Yeah. Okay, I'm. Let's He's a coal artist. Some. <laughs> Um, that's his dream. He wants to get out of finance. Um, <laughs> right, so let's empty this whole bucket. Well, all, I don't know, like a third of this bucket of coal. Multiple lumps. Four lumps. I assume four... that the stockings are labelled in some way. Uh, let's say yes, yes. And there is a there is one that says Mr. Cratchit. Nice. Right, let's toss let's some coal in that bag. Should we, we take the orange yeah, out? Yeah, uh, it with coal. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, placing the oranges into seven of the stockings and four blocks of coal, because that's as much fitted, into Bob's, you hear a wooden panel sliding away to the right of the hearth. Ooh. Inside is a box. The box on the top says, Tiny Tim's Treatment Fund. Oh, it is nice. empty. Okay. Oh, oh, my sad. God. This is sad. Tiny Tim. Oh, this is very sad. It's so sad. Oh, Anna. Master Tim. Master Tim. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 Bruce Wayne. Not Master Tim. Not Master Tim. Surely. I mean, it could be worse. It could be his test results. Just be like, Merry Christmas. Sorry, Tim, you've got COVID. You just got pulled down the stock. No respirators back then. Jam the swab up their nose. Right, so... We need money for Tiny Tim. I think that's probably the last thing. So we, we need to get into the desk and we need in, to get into the safe. Have we, we looked in the... Keys. Did you say that the stove in the counting house was unlit? Both were unlit. Both are covered in dust. Can we have a can look we, in them, please? Yeah. Uh, they are empty. Ooh. Can we light them? Can we light? Can we put coal um, in them from the thing? Can we put coal, yeah. You can put coal in them, but now you realise that there is nothing to actually light it with. So you can put coal in them by all means. Hmm. This would be really good. like going back to Tony like snapping one of the chairs into bits uh, in front of the children's eyes. Oh, my and... Christmas deposit, yeah, um, poltergeist. Yeah. 
Um, <coughs> um, oh, is there anything else on Bob's desk? Uh, no, there was not. Is there What's anything the... on the sofa in Fred's room? Because we haven't uh, checked the, the chairs bottoms of, the of sofa. two guests. Who are the okay. guests? Is one of them what mother? And can we feed her some force feed her some figgy pudding like a Christmas goose? <laughs> you love it. Uh, you cannot. No, uh, your sister um, unfortunately passed away some time ago. Tragic. Oh. Um, Bloody Christmas. Well, quite. Um, um, uh, which Muppet was she? What about... <laughs> which Muppet? Was she the cockroach one? <laughs> oh, I've got his bed sheets. Oh, they're lovely oh, and warm. Nice the and only warm for ever end. Could be the lobsters. Could be the lobsters. Blub, blub, blub. What's Mrs Cratchit cooking on the stove? Is there anything around that? It seems to be some sort of gunge in the bottom of the pot. <laughs> Can we, like, mm, Christmas grunge. <laughs> My favourite. Can we investigate the gunge? Yes, it is uh, both brown and grey at the same time. <laughs> Amazing. Can I um, stick my ghostly <laughs> scientific hand in wonder. it? Uh, uh, yes, your, your hand unfortunately passes through it. Probably for the best. Yeah, yeah I think you lucky escape there. <laughs> Terrible burns. Yeah. Don't know what I was thinking. Um, well, shit. So, so need to get, get that Sorry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to get that money for uh, Tiny Tim. Yeah. Well, there's always money. Oh, no, we just talked about the there's sofa, There's always money in the can banana I... stand. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing down the sides of the sofa, is there, that I can stick That's my good hands in? No, there is not. You, you, so I'm not giving any of my money. You oh, violate the guests at Fred's do... party, and uh, there is no change <laughs> about them. Do we, in the garb of Scrooge, just have some cash on us? Of we just have a whip no, why, why would you have money on you? You lock oh. it away so nobody not With even yourself. Yeah, okay, okay, I'll just check. Never carry cash. Do a whip um, out, yeah. Is there anything around the H's and the table at the Cratchits? Because we haven't looked at those, I don't think. No, um, the table is, it has the figgy pudding on it um, and the children busying themselves. Although, uh, like I said before, you can't really focus on what they might be doing. It doesn't appear to be important. Extraneous detail. Um... Hmm. Is there any flint anywhere? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. A match. So the grand fireplace that's not that's in the room where the party's happening. Is there any? Are there any stockings in that one? Uh, there are not. Oh, sad. I said that. I think it was an armchair in the big party room. I guess is. Is there anything interesting about that? Someone sat on it, isn't it? None at all. There is somebody sat on all of the okay. seatware yeah. available seating. Mm, Can I do yes. a dance for them so that they throw money at me? You do a dance, but they appear to be oblivious of it. Damn. <laughs> Curses. It's ignoring us now. Suffice to say, you have everything you need. Uh, you maybe just want to inspect it further. Yeah, can I do an inventory check and just see what, yeah, what, what have, have we got? got there? <gasps> I can't oh. remember. Right, we've not been keeping count. Okay, so we've, we've got some. Well, we've moved some oranges is around. Is money in the figgy pudding? Oh! <laughs> Let's demolish that figgy pudding. <laughs> yeah. In front of the Cratchit's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> demolishing, demolishing the Ritz. figgy pudding. You almost think you can see a tear shedding from Martha, one of the children <laughs> at the table. Normally, it is customary to stow a penny in the pudding. However, it appears you have found a key in the figgy pudding. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say it had seven pounds sixteen shillings in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, key to the office. Try the desk. 
Uh, it does indeed unlock the desk drawer. Inside Gosh. the drawer, you find another small key and a pancake. With the pancake, there is a small note saying, made in October, should still be good. <laughs> what? Okay. Can we use that key on the safe? It's a curve yeah. You can indeed use that key on the safe. The spirit says, exclaims, in fact, uh, there must be over £60 in here. Superb. Fabulous. Put it right. all in for all of this fund. Do it. Let's yeah. do it. I mean, this Let's is definitely it. not It's definitely going to fit uh, the whole £60. Uh, you're oh, gonna... It's a charitable pens. donation, so it's a tax write-off. It's got to be €15. Euros. <laughs> Bosh, the whole lot. It's all paper, right? Um, Just fold it up, chuck it in the box. Lovely. Okay, put as much as we can put in the ex- you pro- We probably have to put the exact amount in. Stingy, right. stingy scrooges as we are. Placing seven pounds and sixteen shillings into the flimsy box, the bottom falls out. Instead of coins pouring onto the floor, you see a key. Congratulations, you have found the generous key. Nice. Oh, oh, very nice. I, bet, I bet they wish it was money, though. <laughs> well, the room, lovely. the room dissolves around you, and you find yourself back in bed. The spirit is walking away from you, out of the door that you discovered him. Before closing the door, the spirit beams. You're not as bad as you might think. You might just get the hang of this yet. The door closes and you notice the light ebb to nothing. Falling asleep, you wait for the next spectre. And you have solved my puzzle with uh, about eight minutes remaining. Oh, well done. Very good. We're good. I felt really sad at the end of that. That's the saddest part of the whole film. I always think of Muppet Christmas Carol. Carol. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitive I I very much enjoyed how Alan got the character there. And I was just like, yeah, good. Good, I hope it's cold. <laughs> Give him cold. <laughs> and then you realise, actually, cold back then was very generous. Uh... Very useful. Bloody happy to get some coal. Okay, so yeah, that was part two of our three-part Christmas Carol special. Tune in for part three next week. Or if you, it's already next week, then just listen to it now. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 <laughs> Hello, Editor Ben here. We wish you a Merry Christmas, and we hope you join us on Sunday for our final episode of the year. We're going to be taking Sunday the 3rd of January off, so we'll see you again on the 10th of January. Thank you.